You're on the Clarity Call. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And this is episode 133, The Struggle is Real. Welcome to the Clarity Call, a podcast dedicated to providing useful information and guidance to those seeking encouragement and support while navigating the challenges of caring for a loved one with special needs. We are sisters living in Texas and passionately advocating for the special needs community. Between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. Join us on a journey of mindful awareness that is sure to help you gain an enlightening perspective to help you embrace, create, and live a life you love. Here we go. We're so glad you've joined us yet again for another episode, 133. I mean, wow, I know. And I, it's funny because my brain wants to be like, well, you haven't done 500 and whatever, like Brooke <laughs> Castillo. And anyways, like I know this is a journey and I'm at where I'm at in my journey and, and in our journey with the Clarity Call and all of it. And I'm just so grateful to be with me, with on you, this journey. <laughs> on the journey. We're so grateful that you're joining us on this journey and truly just hopeful that this benefits you in some way. Um, so as you heard, today's topic is struggle. <laughs> you struggle? I struggle? Everybody has their struggles, right? So we know that on some level you'll be able to relate with what we share with you today, but we will jump in with Alicia starting us off with our reality check. Okay. Well, every day is a struggle for me in some form or fashion. And also amazing. Yeah. And also amazing. And I think that just comes, you know, I would say like, oh, it comes with having children or it comes with being married or, but you know, I look back to when I was a teenager and I'm like, there's just like every day is just a struggle being human. Yes. Just being human. But also, like you said, the potential for awesomeness is there, which what we talk about all the time and you hear in the world 50-50, right? Right. You're going to have great, you're going to have hard. So with that comes the idea that I've had to re-introduce um, into my life in that I need to let go and let God. Well, I believe this in my heart, but sometimes it takes a lot to, to get it back to my mind because yeah. my mind wants to take back over. And I don't love the word control. I don't know. It's just not like... Take control. But, you know, when you're a mom and you've been running a household, there's a difference in, like, just managing and doing, like, you know, whether you're the taxi driver or you're the doctor or you're the snuggler or you're the nursing or whatever you're doing. It's just part of managing life. And I guess as I see, you know, I read posts from people and stuff like that. And, oh, my wife controls or, you know, my husband controls or whatever. And it's like I, I love, love, love the concept of you can love, you can have love or you can have control, but you can't have both. If you're using it for yourself. When you're yes. using it as actual power seeking control, which is why I don't love the word control. Because in my mind, it's management because I can love and manage. Mm-hmm. And so that thought that I've really tried to think like, can you really not love and control? But when you're seeking power, you don't love the people that you're that you are trying to seek power over, right? You're not meeting them where their needs are. And that's not loving. So anyway, it's just something that I've really had to do a lot of thought work on. Well, that idea of let go and let God, because I'm in a real, you know, challenging place in my world. I mean, 
I feel like I have been for, you know, whatever, 20 years or whatever it is, but that just comes with the territory. And um, I love that in like Alcoholics Anonymous, AA, 12 step, all the time you hear them say that motto, let go and let God, because they realize that they are powerless to their addictions and to their you know, things, the natural man that wants to just take over and be indulgent Mm -hmm. in whatever form. And we talk here about buffering, about these things that can become negative um, adaptations that we take on just to survive every day. Right. And so um, as we think about the idea of letting go of this, you know, quote unquote control, it's just, it really takes on the idea of having so much more belief in a higher power or a belief that things are turning out the way that they're meant to and you trying to control them just stunts that. You're the only one who suffers when you try to control things that you can't control. Yeah, because God's ultimately the only one in control. He gives us everything we have. He, you know, whether you believe in a God or higher power, whatever, you, there's always going to be someone higher and mightier than you in this life. Yeah. And if you don't believe that, I'm sorry, you're in a really tough place because it's a real, it's the real deal. You know, there's always going to be authority over you. And when you can't handle that authority, you're going to have a struggle. And so accepting that and just knowing that you're being the best human you can be and that you want what's best for the people in your life and you want to feel that love, you want to feel the connections, that that, if that's your greatest, um, choice to seek those things and seek the connections and seek the love, this idea of control will slip out of your life. Yeah. You'll have a better ability to let go knowing that God's got it all figured out already anyway. And I'm just spinning my wheels and wasting my precious physical and mental energy in trying to control something I never had control over anyway. And it's been so empowering for me to understand when I see someone behaving in a way that is uh, power or control seeking, I'm able to get to compassion so much faster now by going, they're just trying to feel better about themselves, about their life, about something that they're lacking. I'm able to just shift into that space of like, they're doing this because they're hurting in some way. And it's so hard, though, to not just want to be like, shake them. Can you just wake up and realize you're doing this? Like, that is the (laughs) hardest thing for me because being a mother of so many kids, you want so much to be able to just be like, when you're not in it or you see certain things and probably just being a mom, you kind of have a little bit bigger perspective. I don't know, sometimes. And you just want to be like, like, can't you just see this, you know, this vision, but just having patience and understanding that they're on their perfect journey for them. Right. And, and keeping that connection and that relationship alive so that they desire to come to you and just to talk about those things every day. Don't shut them down, you know, validate their feelings are real. And I've expressed that that's hard for me, but the struggle is real and the struggle is going to remain real in all of our lives. Choosing to control it. There's really no point. Right. There's really no point. For sure. Yeah. So the reason that I think what struggle comes back to is waiting, right? Like we seem to always be waiting for things to be different or for things to change and then I'll feel better, right? Right. Like that kind of seems to be the theme when you are feeling like you're struggling. Mm -hmm. There's, it's a waiting game is what it seems like. So when I came across this, it was an anonymous um, 
quote on social media, it really resonated with me for this um, idea of struggle. It says, consider this. If you know you have to wait anyway, why not make a decision to enjoy your life while you're waiting? Why not be happy while God is in the process of changing things? After all, there's nothing we can really do to make it happen any faster. We might as well relax and enjoy our lives, knowing that at the appointed time, God is going to bring his plan to pass. Mm. See? I love it. You don't have to struggle. Okay, I just had a thought. Okay. I love this. This is amazing. I just love to see. This is a let go and let God right here in, like, as we're talking, because I have not even told you this thought. But I sent to my kids this morning. <coughs> Excuse me. As I'm having these mom thoughts while I'm working out, and I'm just like, I am just had this thought to send to them this idea. Are you a better offensive player or a defensive player? Now stick with me because I watched my little grandson. She sent me a text. My daughter sent me a text about him and he, he's just a rock star. He's so cute on the court. And I've watched, you know, basketball all weekend from Friday, Saturday. It's been fun. And she says, yeah, he's like me. You know, he's on the floor. He's like a super intense player. Um, you know, great defensively, not so great offensively, whatever. And so I'm thinking about this and I'm like, okay, how are we in life? So I'm, I just randomly ask my kids, offense or defense? Like, what do you like to play best, right? And that goes along with what we just read in the idea that if we are playing, not that playing the defense is great, right? Yeah. But that means you're like, you're just having to be reactive to whatever's happening in that moment. Okay. Right. So right. you've got that player. Or you've got the offensive player who is in the strategy, is in the, you know, every point of the game, is making things happen, is trying hard to make things happen. And that's their best game, is someone that is in charge, not in control, but is like making decisions, following through, doing their best, having some failures, making adjustments, whatever they need to do, but moving forward. That's offensive. Mm -hmm. That's playing the game out. But then you also have the people on the bench. And that's what this is. While you're waiting, what can you do? Because let's see, um, a decision in, to enjoy your life while you're waiting, even if you're not in the game, mm -hmm. but you're on the sideline waiting. Are you having a, a poopy attitude? Are you sitting there? Are you mad that you're not in the game? Or are you cheering on your teammates? Are you sitting there being a spectator and being like, you got this, like, come on. Mm -hmm. And rooting for those people as you're patiently waiting, knowing that there's nothing you can do. Right. Because you're not in the game. You're not offense or defense. You're just sitting on the sideline watching. And sometimes as family members, I know probably our parents feel this way a lot of times, like we're just trying to be the cheerleaders because we're not there. We can't make the decisions. We're not in the plays. But those those people on the sidelines matter mm -hmm. and how they show up matter. Yeah. And how we choose when we get in the game. Are we going to be constantly on the defense? Are we choosing to be on the offense? Where are we in our life? How are we wanting to show up? Right. And that just kind of goes along with this beautifully in that idea that no matter where you are in the game of life, you get to choose how yeah. you're going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. In answer to that first question in the quote. And as you're talking, I was thinking <clears throat> that second question that says, why not be happy while God is in the process of changing things? I, when I'm not, you know, really managing my mind, and of course we don't, all of our minds wander. It's a totally natural process our brains are amazing that way. But I do find that my mind wants to wander to the space of why was I given these challenges? Mm. Why is this my, you know, when are you going to change things? When, you know, and I find myself having these conversations with God 
And this is so perfectly the answer is, you know, like I, I can't see what he can see. I don't know why things are going the way they are. I don't even need to know. It's just a natural thing for my brain to be like, change my life, please, because this is too hard. Like if you would just do this, things yeah, can't would be you easier. See? <laughs> if, yeah, like I think I know better than God, right? Our, and that's totally, again, it's natural for our brains to want to do that. But yeah. it just is really comforting to me to know that I can come back to this choice to be happy knowing he's working everything out ultimately in my favor even when that feels like the biggest freaking joke of my life. Yeah. I'm like, really, this is in my favor? <laughs> yeah, let go and this, let God. He this has struggle, no this suffering, this is in my favor? Well, I think my hardest thing is just remembering that it isn't just about me. Like, he loves yes. all. Like, I love all of my kids, and I want the benefit for all of them, even if one of them has to be more patient or one of them has to wait so that the other one has the light, the light at that moment, right? I mean, right. sometimes it really is hard, and if we can step back and look at it from a parent perspective, like, it doesn't feel like it's for me right now. But guess what? Like we've said a million times, it's not about you. It's exactly. not about me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's about some of the other kids, or sometimes it's about the other people in our world. And, yes, I'm not negating that that feels yucky sometimes. That feels very, like, come on, but am I not special? Like, you know, I am enough, but you know what? You're enough despite the the accolades you're getting or the acknowledgement that you're getting at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's where the work is. The work truly is in that you matter despite the struggle, despite the circumstances. You, we just have to continue to know that he's he's got it. Yeah. He's yeah. figuring it out. Yeah. So it just, you know, kind of had this epiphany that while we are all about honoring where we're at in our lives, that life can be very hard and challenging, that the struggle is real, right? Also, you can choose that you don't have to struggle when you want to. Right. Well, when you can get to a place where you can just say, I'm going to choose to be happy and let God work this out, knowing that he's got me and relax. You know, it says we might as well relax and enjoy our lives we can do that. It is possible. Right. So last week we went through another, you know, Snowvid part two here in Texas, mm -hmm. ice, ice week. Yep. And the kids were literally out of school Monday through Friday yep. and home. And we couldn't go anywhere for the most part. Um, nobody left their houses again. And that makes me think about some of the things that my kids went through. They are things beyond our control. Yeah. We cannot control the fact that we genuinely should not and could not leave our houses. You know, you got ice two inches thick on your windshields. You've got, yeah, I mean, it's dangerous. And if you're smart, you just sit back and wait, right? right. And um, I had a, you know, one of my kids who, you know, it was his girlfriend's birthday and it was their anniversary and all these big plans they had. And they were so, you know, he was so mad that things weren't happening the way he wanted. And then their big game was canceled and like all these things that just kept happening. And it was like, poor him. And I'm thinking, I don't want to just be like, suck it up. My gosh, this isn't, you know, but instead it's just like, I know that really feels, it's hard. It's, mm -hmm. this is stinky and this is beyond our control. And it's not okay, you know, but but God's got it all under control. Doesn't he know that this is important to me? You know, mm -hmm. and having that conversation with him. It is interesting how, for me, I'm thinking like, I got to do what it says right here at the end. You know, sit back, relax, enjoy your life. 
you might as well because it's ice outside and there's nothing you can do. And so we just tried our best to make it fun and draw out of the bowl fun things to do and sit back and snuggle. And, and we did tons of really fun, awesome things. It doesn't always work that way. A lot of times, if I had 10 big things that week, I probably would have been really irritated mm-hmm. and really mad. But yeah. instead, I was like, freedom. We're just going to play all week, right? And we did have some insanely unfortunate, very challenging things. So it doesn't mean that we had this super easy week. We were locked in together and had some very painful, very scary, hard things occur also during the week. So so 50 is still real. Still real, even when you're <laughs> locked in your house and you have no change, right? I mean, it's it's just always going to have opportunity for struggles. Yeah. And that's the reality. Yes, that is the reality. So choose to let go and let God be in charge because, you know, He's going to work it all out. Yeah. And uh, we're just we're just glad you're still here with us. And so that we can remind you every week that the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Perfect. Okay. So here's a would you rather just because of how things tend to happen for a week, like Snowmageddon last week, ice storm. Um, would you rather not shower for a week or... Wear the same clothes for a week. Mm. <laughs> oh, I have to choose clothes just because I have a Caden. And I would um, look like I had spent a week with a bulldog. <laughs> slobbering what all was over the first me. one again? Not shower for oh, a week. Not, oh, my gosh. But if I can change my clothes, I'll at least feel fresher. Yeah, it's true. I would just choose to not work out that whole week, I guess. There you go. Because, you know. Yeah. You can't smell me right now, but I just worked out. And <laughs> a week of that, not good, Bob. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picking change my clothes every day because, yeah. you know, I can have a spit shower. It didn't say, like, I couldn't use a washcloth with my sink, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Make it work for you. Oh. All right. So, this week, please try and figure out. How you don't have to struggle, how you can choose happiness and have a fantastic week. Thanks for joining us on the Clarity Call. Please like and share it, and we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Be sure to check out ClarityCallCoaching.com to join our weekly newsletter and sign up for your first free coaching session. You can also connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram as The Clarity Call and on Facebook as Clarity Call.